Hey guys, it's Zan, your host. I just wanted to warn you that this episode contains adult language, mature situations, moy upsets, lowly con main characters, diminutive senpais with a can-do attitude, androphobic super strong waitresses with a weird backstory, lazy bosses with potential ties to the Yakuza, and typical gag comic antics. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 306. Would you like a Moe character with your plate special? Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and manga reviews about connecting the enhanced narratives. It's your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. As I said before, Spark is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting the enhanced narratives. So, Depending on the show you're listening to, if it's the movie review, game review, manga review, comic review, con review, whatever, we tell you about a different topic with me and my co-host. We tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, the overall plot, and if it's worth investing your time in it or not. You have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be engaging, entertaining, uh, educational, and most importantly, we try to be non-biased, even though that doesn't work every single time. We try to, though. But if you want to find out more, you can check us out at www.spirekin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. We are, you can find all of our episodes, and there's several archive sites. So you can check out what we've talked about and what we reviewed over the last 10 years. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Stitcher, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Music, iTunes, and other social media sites. Just look up Spirekin, and you'll find us guaranteed. Or, if you want to be a little more interactive, you can probably find me playing on the PSN network under... Zan Spirekin or on Nintendo Online under Spirekin. Just look me up and I will play you. Currently on the Switch, I'm playing Super Smash Bros. And on the PSN Network, you can probably find me just, well, just watch on YouTube. You'll see what I'm playing. Right now, it seems to be some really cool online stuff that's coming out. Uh, but I digress because this isn't the game podcast. Should we talk about game stuff? We should be talking about the mangas. Especially with everything going on right now, with all the new releases and everything that's hyped up. I'm kind of intrigued, I'm kind of engaged, but uh, we're actually going to be doing a huge review about everything that's come out in January 2019 and what's coming out in February 2019. There's a lot of stuff coming out, and i got to keep on this game a little bit. We're going to be bringing back the news review and the upcoming releases, especially because people want to know about this, because I'm still the longest-running podcast for manga, and I'm going to keep it that way. But, I digress. So... Let's get to it, shall we? So if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it did turn out to be that reviewing a manga 
that was written by Korino Takatsu and published by Square Enix. It is a set-in series that originally came out January 2005 to 2014. There are 13 volumes plus three anime series and a spin-off series which has to deal with a company that's similar to the main company but slightly different. I'll get into that once we get into it. And this is a comedy, drama, slice of life romance series that we all expect, of course. And what is it? This series is called Working. Or if you want to watch the show on Crunchyroll, it is known as Wagnaria. And this is the story of the unusual employees who work at one of the stores in the Wagnaria family restaurant chain. This one specifically is in Hokkaido. And there are different sets depending because the sequel series is set in a different one altogether. This one I think is in Osaka. I'm not entirely sure. Haven't really tried watching it because it's a pretty long series. And before I forget, this is a Yarn Coma or Four Cell comic. So it's like essentially the Japanese equivalent of the standard weekly comics you find in newspapers. They are four comics that you release week over week or day after day web comics do this so on and so forth some of the big ones you want to think of are like azumanga daio 19 days bungu stray dogs wan uh let's see what else i'm trying to think of a couple of other ones that are really good there's chibi mikusan new game uh chokoto hime let's haikyuu which is a spin-off of haikyuu a lot of spin-off series or gag comics uh moso telepathy but I'm digressing. So the whole thing is there are four comics that occasionally have one big story arc, but for the most part you can read them individually over time. And you're not really introduced into the characters too much. You just talk to the characters, see them, and then you just see an incident that happens. They're not too well drawn. They're just, you see the characters, you don't need to see a background unless there's a specific shot they want to show. And then that's it. It tells the story, so you know that they're in a restaurant, but you just see the characters in a white background unless something happens. For example, one of the characters needs to get something from a, a closet. They sew the closet, and then something horrible happens. As I said, this is a gag manga, so a lot of weird things happen. And the whole story is just these people who work at this restaurant and all the insanity that occurs because you have a very eclectic group of workers who all have their own weird effects. For example, our main character, Soda Takanashi, or as one character calls him, Katanashi, is this 16-year-old high school student who was kind of conned into working in this place by his quote-unquote senpai, and he's a 16-year-old lolicon. Let's be honest, he's a lolicon. It's borderline pedo-y when you read about it. Even though he doesn't want to do anything sexy with them, he just loves small and cute things. Puppies, kitties, children... Uh, seahorses, uh, fleas, bugs. He's really weird. And he, his favorite character is the person who hired him, who is our next character, Pop Popura Tanashima. Or Tanashima Popura. So she's named after the poplar tree, which is a super tall tree, because her parents wanted her to grow really, really tall. The only problem is that that did not work. She's really, really short. Like, she's four foot ten short. And she's a 17-year-old. So she's short with big boobs, but... Katanashi, as she calls him, or Takanashi, doesn't see her as an adult, sees her as a kind of a kid that has to be protected, so it's kind of weird. But you have them, and uh, Tanashima is the uh, is his senpai, she's in charge of training him, and she works really hard, but people keep making fun of her because she's short, and she looks like Chio-chan's age, even though she has huge boobs, so... 
it is what it is with that, right? Next, you have uh, Mahira Inami, who is this timid girl who also works at Wagnari. She doesn't work with uh, Takanashi at first because their schedules don't match because they're set to not work together. However, the manager screws up and they have to work together, which proves to be interesting because Inami is androphobic. She is severely afraid of men. So whenever she sees a guy, she punches them in the face. She was, apparently as a child, her father said that all men are evil and they're going to do horrible things to her, so she has a severe fear of men. Eventually she starts to get close to Takanashi, which kind of makes me think that even though you'd think that Takanashi would end up with Tanshima, they're going to set up where she's he's going to hook up with Inami. So the next main character we have is, of course, the boss, who is a 28-year-old completely apathetic, lazy boss who doesn't like being called an Obasan, uh, Kyoko Shirafuji, who just, she is super lazy. She uh, says, you know what, you're training? Uh, just talk to everybody else. You, that's how you work? You want us to learn on our own? Yeah, that's it. I'm too lazy to do anything. And that's what she does. You f- mess with her, though, she will fuck you up. I mean, she knows Yakuza members. They will come and beat the shit out of you. She will not take shit from nobody. And she kind of kicks ass as a boss. She's someone who, if you're nice to her, she's nice to you. But she will not not hesitate to resort to violence if an unruly customer does come in. The other characters, you have the chefs. You have June and his uh, accomplice slash assistant, uh, Hiroma. And they're the two chefs of the store. Uh, one of them... Is his favorite thing to do is mess with uh, Tanashima, like he, because he knows that she's short. He puts things on high shelves. He says, "Oh, you should lift this," and he, she can't lift it. It's running joke with him. And the other one is a, well, he's someone who blackmails everybody, but he's terrified of Mihiru, uh, the girl who's afraid of men. And she, he's really happy that uh, Takanashi is there to take the brunt of her anger and ire. Uh, rounding out this group is the founder of the restaurant franchise, Hyogo Oto, the guy who's married to the female Ryoga. The whole gag with him is that his wife went out to get milk and she hasn't come back. And apparently it's not that, oh, he went to get cigarettes and he's not coming back. She's not avoiding him. She's actually lost. She perpetually gets lost. And they're constantly not meeting each other. So they they bump into each other in random places. But he comes back and brings souvenirs of the places he was searching for his wife for. So it's kind of... He's just there to show up, say something, then disappear. Or he's there to be called heir. Because that's the thing. is He's only there very shortly. And he's a very light presence. And that's what... Takanashi tells Inami so she doesn't beat the shit out of their boss. She says, look, look, just relax. He's just heir. You have a bunch of other supporting characters, including all of Takanashi's family, which explains why he likes little things. Because when you're the youngest in a family of all girls, well, there's one younger. But when you have four older sisters who beat up on you, you become kind of a little gynophobic to anything that's really older. But he is kind of weird and creepy. So the art style is Forkoma style. It's nothing to write home about. It's very simple, very, uh, very easy to emulate. The jokes themselves you've ever worked in the retail or food industry, you will get them completely. You will sympathize with them. You will get all the little gags and jokes. Like putting the day's schedule up, putting the, the here's the objective of the day. 
Uh, today we're going to uh, look someone in the eye, or today we're going to uh, look at the boss in the eye, or today we're not going to drop a plate. It's okay. It's a four coma. It's like 19 days, that's something else entirely. That's a, that's a yawn coma, which is, well, weird. I know I'm digressing, but it just, it's so... This one, compared to the last one we read, which was uh, Watakoi, which was a four coma, essentially. Unlike that one, this one doesn't have that same oomph to it, I'll be honest. Because Watakoi is romantic, it's fun, it's different, and it punches, and you're intrigued to know what's happening. You want more and more and more and more, because it goes further into it. This one, not so much. It's missing that thing that Watakoi had, that Azumanga Daio had, that... That, that oomph that you want, that you want to know more about these characters, that you are intrigued by them, that you are you love them. Even though I do gotta say that this has won several awards, I just you know, I just I don't know. I could be wrong. And I know it's two weeks in a row of this is this, but yeah. This is, this could be so much better. It really could. I see why it did not get a U.S. release, because it is very mundane. It is not super wow. It could be wow. It could be amazing, but it's not. It started out as a webcomic, and it spiraled into all these different series, and that's really, that's really notable and really n great. However, I could see why it was never released over here and why we never got the manga released over here. It just... It's not... palpable. It's not... sellable. It's... It comes across very pedo-y. I mean, the whole joke of it is the whole, you know, oh, uh, Takanashi likes little things. Like he even says, if it's over 12, it's not good. That's really unsettling. I mean, yeah, it is current age of 16, it's it's not, it's four year difference, and that's bad, but not, yeah, I, I, I cannot recommend this, I can't, I, I, I would love to say this is a great story, the, all the side characters are great, but it comes back to the main character, Takanashi is not someone that should be emulated, he's not a good character, he's someone who should be admonished. I mean, hey, maybe he does end up with a girl who's actually a normal-sized person who... And that's that'd be great. That's what we all hope for. But... I cannot, in good conscience, promote this manga. I'm going to have to give this to take it to a priest, purify it, and burn it. It's... It's uncomfortable, and it's not funny. I don't know who the demographic is for. I really don't, and I don't know why it got the it got an award and it was one of the highest selling mangas in 2007. I don't get that at all. That's all I can say about this manga. I it's all I'm really gonna say about it. It's just it is a series that could be so much more, and it is not.
So, now that I feel dirty, uh, remember, you can check out any of our other episodes at www.spotkin.com. You can email me personally at or on Facebook, Twitter, all those other lovely things that you could see on the show notes. Also, follow us on Instagram, at Spirekin. We've been posting all of our older episodes so you can catch up. And also, we've been combining our movie reviews and our game reviews, so we have a lot of really cool pictures, and we'll be putting some videos up of upcoming events. I'm really excited for that. So... Now that that's done, let's get to the part that you really have all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Except no substitutes. Now what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. We've assigned a manga to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's the manga we're going to review in the next episode episode 307 of this podcast and i'm excited because we got some really old school titles on here some new school titles and one title which well it's different so let's spin and see number nine so, in the next episode, we're going to be reviewing Skill of Lore. Now, what is Skill of Lore about? Uh, I honestly... Well, it's a fishing manga. That's all I know about it. It's a fishing manga. So, we'll see how it goes. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope everything is going well. And I'm excited to hear what's new with you guys. So, this is your Ozan saying I'm Gonzo. Catch you guys next time. Sorry, I'm not